Welcome to the podcast. Today we have a special guest and a great topic of nitric oxide in the body and how it relates to sexual function. So, Greg, do you want to go ahead and introduce yourself? Sure. Thank you so much. Uh, my name is Greg McCatrick. I am a pharmacist. Um, I am director of urology, OBGYN, and hormone therapies for Revelation Pharma, which is a nationwide group of compounding pharmacies. I'm also on the scientific advisory board for Berkeley Life Nitric Oxide. I've been a pharmacist for about 32 years, so been around for a Lots while. Lots of experience and knowledge. Oh, well, I love that. Yes. I know. So Absolutely. Well, at Faraday and I were discussing, it seems like every time we hit the nitric oxide you know, topic again, that there's so much to learn. It's almost like you're learning it again because there's so many details there. And, you know, the research is just developing at rapid speeds. And so we have trouble keeping up. So we would love to hear more about nitric oxide from you and your take on it and and how it relates to, you know, aging and also function and performance in the body. So So maybe we can just kind of break it down from the beginning, go over a quick overview of how it's made in the body and how it's utilized by the body. Basically starting with nitric oxide. So So a little, just to let our listeners and viewers hear a little bit more again about the basics of nitric oxide production in the body. So so nitric oxide is what's called an essential gas in our system. Um, Our body produces it and it is kind of our natural vasodilator, mm-hmm. uh, really maintains blood flow throughout our entire system. So it's intrinsic to essentially every metabolic function in the body. Um, giving a little history, you know, over 20 years ago, there was a Nobel Prize awarded to the research done on nitric oxide and its impact on cardiac function. So it's been a mainstay and very, very well publicized for a long time. Now, it's really come into vogue in greater conversation, I'd say, within the last six years pertaining to sexual function. Mm -hmm. So from a physiological standpoint, you know, when we're 18, 20 years old, it's in full supply in our systems. Absolutely no problem. Just like our our natural hormone production, testosterone levels, everything else. Um, When there is sexual arousal. There's a hormonal response that triggers the endothelial tissue to release the nitric oxide. Mm -hmm. This allows the blood vessels to relax and increase the circulatory function. So for for men, that means erectile function. For Mm -hmm. women, that means clitoral engorgement and uh, engorgement of vaginal tissue. Also for women, you you do tend to see a spike in oxytocin production with it. So Mm -hmm. that's all great. By the age of 40, and that actually is variable based on diet and stress and environment. But by the age of 40, we typically see endogenous nitric oxide production dropping down to about 50%. By the age of 60, we're talking about 15%. Mm. And again, there are there are medications and sociological factors and environmental factors and disease states that really cause that to, to drop Make even that more. more rapid. Mm-hmm. Huh? So, Yep. So significant drop off as we're aging, and you know, you think in terms of, you know, when are we starting to see issues with decline in hormone levels, decline in sexual function, cardiac issues, um, on and on and on. So again, very very intrinsic to our system and our metabolic health. 
Okay. I think you hit on something really great. We focus on men when it comes to nitric oxide, and we don't talk as much for women, but this nitric oxide is fantastic for both when we're looking at sexual wellness. Mm-hmm. Um, what about when our younger guys that are talking about amino acids and utilizing aminos to get that nitric oxide conversion? You kind of hit on how those pathways decline. Is that affected as well by the source in which we get our nitric oxide? Yep. conversion so for young guys and young women for that matter if they're you know 35 years old or younger th- that's perfectly fine and you'll see majority of the nitric oxide products that are out on the market are are going to be amino acid based you're going to see a lot of l-arginine and citrulline pycnogenol and you know if you go to gnc and you pull something off the mm-hmm. shelf it's also going to have uh, a bunch of other stuff in there too the you know, mm-hmm. caffeine and niacin and things like that that yeah, they make you certainly feel something. Um, the problem is, <laughs> Give you a boost. Yeah, the conversion from L-arginine to endogenous nitric oxide goes through a pathway and it's called nitric oxide synthase or NOS. Mm-hmm. Um, that pathway tends to break down about the same time our natural production is becoming a real deficit. So what that means is someone who's relying on an amino acid-based formula as they're aging, and when I say aging, I mean, hey, if we get into that mm-hmm. 45 and up window, their conversion to systemic nitric oxide is not going to be very effective. Mm-hmm. Therefore, using a dietary form instead of an amino acid-based product, something that does not have to go through NOS, the conversion process to become systemic nitric oxide, it holds great advantages for the population of patients that we deal with. The nice thing is it's actually effective for all age groups. So mm-hmm. it's really not age related whatsoever. It just so happens that majority of the products out there are, are very age related. Because those are dependent upon that amino acid conversion <clears throat> with the NOS pathway. So right. it sounds like, you know, you have a dietary pathway for nitric oxide production and you have an amino acid pathway. The amino acid one declines in function when you age and the dietary one is not dependent on that enzyme that same enzyme for conversion that's exactly correct and and you know one of the things that i always talk with patients about is boy you know you could do a lot of this through diet so foods high in nitrates exactly the problem is the standard American diet or you know, what it's called mm-hmm. is the sad diet mm-hmm. it just doesn't provide that. We don't eat that way. So when I talk to patients and I explain to them, I said, boy, we could do this in a dietary manner and I give them the menu. It is 99% of the time just the, the kind of curled up eyebrows going, yeah, that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when you can offer a dietary nitrate and you're looking at a couple of capsules a day mm-hmm. that is 100 percent going to be the, the path that the, the patients choose so say if we're looking at spinach and beets which are a good source of nitrates yep. how much would they have ounces intake five yeah. ounce daily and I'm, yeah and, and i'm referring basically to a direct conversion from the berkeley life mm-hmm. nitric oxide two capsules of that correlates to five ounces of fresh spinach not Mm -hmm. boiled down spinach, Mm -hmm. not, you know, baked out spinach, but fresh spinach. Mm -hmm. Um, And again, you get the same thing with a healthy dose of beets, arugula, 
cucumbers have have a lot of nitric oxide, a lot of nitrates in them. So there's other ways of doing it, but you're you're talking a sizable amount, mm-hmm. um, and Daily. most people just don't take. The, yes, <laughs> no. exactly. And most people just don't do that. Yes. Well, and then you're talking about even like the source of food, you know, so even if they think they're doing that, are they really doing it? And if they're cooking it, are they getting it? And again, our sources and pesticides. So this Berkeley Life, you know, it's been a huge, you know, hit with our men. And again, we'll talk about the, the female aspect of that as well. But so Berkeley Life is a supplement that you have been a huge part in um, the Berkeley Life, you know, scientific advisory board, right? And so how um, does that work exactly? So there's two capsules that they're taking each day. Mm-hmm. Right. And some people will actually take more, but yeah. And again, I met up with the folks from Berkeley Life about six years ago mm-hmm. and their focus, like I said, was primarily cardiac function. I saw Number one, their their product. Number two, that patented saliva test. Oh yes. test yeah, the strip. test strips are pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. The the on hand ability to test somebody immediately, on site, ten seconds later, you're giving them a a significant reading in terms of what their levels are. That then allows you to introduce this whole conversation. You're talking to a guy, and you can literally do a ten second test, show them their level, explain the correlation between erectile function, blood flow, um, the capacity for medicines like Viagra and Cialis, Levitra, the PDE5s, to be effective, mm-hmm. and how this natural decline occurs over time. And you know, one of the things that's very commonly known, you know, again, I'm going to pick on Viagra because it's been around the longest, but you know, for about 65 to 70% of men, Viagra is effective. However, it's only effective typically for about five years. So correlate this to, you know, what we've discussed in terms of the physiological pathway. When they're starting on Viagra, they are really already in decline in terms of their nitric oxide production. Mm -hmm. So five years later, where are we sitting? Well, at that point, what happens is there's just, and and I use a lot of correlation, (laughs) there's no gas in the tank. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's there's nothing left there. If there's nothing left there for that PD five to really function with, you're not going to see the same response. Yes, and yes. this is where you start to get the failures. We've seen a lot of patients come off like daily low dose Cialis with nitric oxide supplementation instead. Mm-hmm. So we're getting yep. a great response from patients on a continuous basis. So it makes sense why this has become such a hot topic and why right. guys are seeking it out and wanting to know more. What about those guys that are like that are still taking their Cialis every day and taking nitric oxide on top of that? Do you tell your patients not to utilize both or to go ahead? We've kind of no, heard no, no. a little bit of no. difference from two different people. So I like to get your so, take on that. There's absolutely no reason whatsoever not to take both. Um, unless they are experiencing side effects side due effects, to, yeah. again, this increased blood flow, which Again, PDE5s have their their own whole set of side effects that go along with them. Yes. Viagra, headache, vision, stuffy nose, Cialophil or Cialis, you get the heartburn, you still get some of the, the flushing and palpitations. Levitra, much less. So if you increase the effectiveness of that medication, you will see typically an increase in the side effects. Guys who are not getting a full response from that PDE5, though, absolutely have to be on something mm-hmm. like this because mm-hmm. it's going to fuel it. And I'll just to give you 
even a clearer picture of this. You know, the, the, the progression in terms of erectile dysfunction, you go from supplementation to PDE5s. Typically, the next step is what's called the penile injections, which are like trimixes and that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. I actually had patients converting off of injections, going back to oral or sublingual PDE5 therapy because of the nitric oxide, because mm -hmm. of the Berkeley Life. Mm -hmm. You talk about a significant benefit in your patient population. If you can get somebody off of injections and start to restore that natural response, you're going to be a hero to them forever. So on these patients with the test strips, we see a pretty immediate response mm -hmm. in color change. For the guys that are utilizing these daily, taking their two capsules every day, how quickly mm -hmm. would they see a sustained response in sexual function after starting? So, and again, once this is in the system, it's in the system. So you don't have to take it for weeks for it to build up. 90 minutes after taking a dose, you can typically see the dramatic change mm -hmm. in the, the salivary nitrate levels. Mm -hmm. And that gives you a very good indication of what systemic is. So this can boost very quickly that, that endogenous nitric oxide load. Um, so again, it's not something where I get a lot of patients say, well, I tested and then I took it and I tested good after that. How often do I have to test? So, well, you've basically already answered your own question. You're yeah. taking it. You got a good result on the test. You know, unless you start doing something completely different. And again, there can be factors. You know, there's mm -hmm. there's certainly mitigating factors. Certain medications can impede nitric oxide production and, and will have some effect. Um, even, you know, mouthwash because mm -hmm. it, it eradicates the enzymes in the the mucosal tissue. So again, you know, there's other things, but really and truly, this is very rapid acting. And, you know, it, it, the benefits of it, I know we talk about sexual function a lot, but I think the benefits of it are, are really systemic. The, the, every, every metabolic function of the body. Every organ dependent on blood flow yep. is affected. Exactly. The, um, well, we're looking at like what you've talked about so far again is traditional medicine and writing, you know, prescription, sometimes not telling them that's been a big, huge missing piece of information, yes. telling them how to take that, but also discussing dietary effects and decreasing with age and how to boost it. And then again, when the little blue pill stops working, the next is, you know, injections like you've talked about. And yet there's that missing piece of information that men right now tend to be looking for. Women are starting to, again, it's just not been as I think talked about mm -hmm. with um, women's, you know, health. And so that, again, they have the same pathways, the same organs, you know, they need blood flow too. And so you guys are not recommending anything different for women when it comes to Berkeley life. Nope. And, you know, I very commonly use the explanation and said, you know, the, uh, the parts might be different, but the plumbing's the same. Yeah, exactly. So when you talk about the ability to increase blood flow, increase clitoral engorgement and sensitivity, mm -hmm. uh, you know, increase natural lubrication due to better circulatory function and tissue health, these are all factors that are going to play, and and women will benefit. Mm -hmm. There's there's just no other way to say it, and you know. In my practice, we will use PDE5 therapy with women. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll incorporate other things like apomorphine. So, I mean, there, there's a number of ways that you can enhance this, but at the core of this really is that nitric oxide supply because that's going to dictate that 
vena dilation, the ability to get the blood flow. Is there a um, timing that you guys usually recommend? This is a common question, actually. Yeah. So, like if I we're tell taking guys in the morning, but with both. And is there a timing with their PD5 inhibitors that they need to do Berkeley Life at the same time in the morning? What do you typically so recommend? So, yeah, I basically structure therapy around lifestyle. Mm -hmm. So, if I have somebody who comes in and says, boy, the only time I ever have sex is 10 o'clock at night or later or 9 o'clock at night or later, you know, I'm not going to steer them to take medication at 7 o'clock in the morning. Because, again, let's just say they're on a daily Cialis. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, Cialis, realistically, it takes three to four hours for that really to get into the system to really be fully absorbed. I know advertising tells you take it 30 minutes before and mm -hmm. I can't tell you how many times I've gotten a phone call from patients who use Cialis or Tadalafil and they say, well, yeah, I got an erection at six o'clock in the morning, but not at 11 o'clock at night when I needed it. So timing these things, you know, if, if you're only a later evening person, we'll take before dinner. Mm -hmm. The nitric oxide is going to take 90 minutes, maybe two hours tops to really get in your system. You can take those at the same time. You're still going to have a good load of the nitric oxide. Now, if you're, you know, more of an early person in the day, a morning person, or you like your nooners, absolutely take mm -hmm. it in the morning. But again, structure that around what your activity style is. What What's your typical day and, and when are you sexually active? Do you do any combination um, of the PD-5s with people? Yeah, we, yeah. we do a tremendous. So very commonly, and again, I'm a compounding pharmacist. Yeah, so yeah. with what we use, we typically lean on more of the sublingual dosage forms. And yeah. for mm -hmm. great reasons, tablets are wonderful, but tablets are interfered by stomach content. Uh, tablets go through first pass metabolism, the first pass through and, you know, they get through the liver and you've lost a third of that medication before it hits the bloodstream. And then, you know, the time to effectiveness, like I mentioned, so a lot of the times we'll combine maybe a daily dose Cialis with a sublingual sildenafil. Mm -hmm. uh, why? Well, because if you're taking the daily dose Cialis, that's going to be in the system anyway. You don't have to rely on the sublingual version. But then, you know, if they still need a little bump, don't give them a, a Viagra tablet that, you know, if you're going out to dinner on Friday night and then think you're going to take that and get an effect, forget it. It's not going to mm -hmm. happen. Even if it does, it's an hour later. Whereas a sublingual, like it's called a trochee, um, mm -hmm. or rapid dissolve tablet, there's different versions, but it's absorbed through the oral mucosa under the tongue or, or in the buccal area. So it goes directly into the bloodstream. So you're talking about absorption rates four times as fast as a tablet. Mm -hmm. You're talking about bioavailability, bioavailability into the bloodstream, uh, 25 to 35% higher than a tablet. Mm -hmm. So again, we can combine different PDE5s into a single trochee dose. We can combine things I mentioned, apomorphine. You can combine oxytocin. Mm -hmm. That's what uh, I was going to ask. Were you doing oxytocin yeah. as a trochee as well? Yeah. yeah. Low-dose naltrexone mm -hmm. is great for sexual mm -hmm. function. So all of those things, we can combine them. For a lot of guys, we'll combine testosterone in there if they need a boost. Because sublingual testosterone, very rapid acting, very rapidly metabolized, mm -hmm. great for that date night. Yeah, or workout. Pre-workout, yep. pre-workout, pre-sex. And again, I think one of the big missing pieces with primary care and just to drive that point home is if they're taking it orally on an empty stomach, um, mm -hmm. 
you know, is key. Yes. And and then, of course, doing that because they weren't told that and it's a huge, you know, um, n- not misinformation, but just lack of information. Just a missing part of education. Yeah. yeah. When the primary cares are writing it. And then also then adding this because now you have the dietary, you know, right. um, with the nitric oxide yeah, mm-hmm. to to increase it. So with that being said, with Berkeley Life versus other supplements that might do the same have you seen anything that you've seen the results with that you have with berkeley life there are similar products but the thing about the berkeley life number one uh, compared to anything else that we have worked with it has a longer Mm half-life which means that one time a day dose is going to carry you further Um, the other thing i worked uh, it's probably 10 or 12 different uh, nitric oxide boosters prior to landing with Berkeley mm-hmm. Life, a lot of them were the amino acid base. Mm-hmm. Uh, never saw the kind of function that we get with the Berkeley Life. Mm-hmm. Um, even the products that are out there that have similar components to Berkeley. From and again, I'm I'm all about taking care of the patient, so economics is part of that. Mm-hmm. You know, other products they, they can be twice the cost. Yeah. Okay. as what you're looking at with Berkeley. And yeah. that's a huge factor for patients. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I love that test strips are key, like giving them objective information. We're going to actually yes. add that into probably just some vitals when we're bringing them in, both men and women, so they're aware. Yeah. It's and if anyone's listening and wants it, yeah. they can come to our website and get yeah. it. <laughs> we have that on the website. And there'll be a link in the show notes, too, for Berkeley Life products because we frequently are talking about them and then asked where they can find them. Anything else that you would like to add? Uh, I know you do a lot of sexual wellness. And again, um, we do that too. So comprehensively, you know, you're addressing it in other ways, which I love in both men and women. I love the fact that they can think about that PD-5 inhibitor and Berkeley Life as well for the partners um, of anyone listening or the women listening. Anything else that you would want to cover or touch upon before we ended today? Well, there there are so many things. And I know. Again, you know, yeah. One of the one of the nice things about the the world that I work in is there's always new information. Oh, yeah. There's always yes. new material to look at, and that's why you know some of these things that I start mentioning about the different components and different active ingredients. Somebody who's listening to this might just sit back and scratch their head going, "I've, I've never even heard of that. I don't know mm-hmm. how it functions." And you know, I certainly would welcome anyone that's looking for more information. You know, we've at Revelation, we have a lot of that on our website. We've got a lot of Good. accessible information for patients, and we have a lot of clinical people who can really help with that. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing about it is communicate, talk. There's, there's, yes. unfortunately, you know, sex is not something that is openly discussed, mm-hmm. and I think that it's really underserved in terms of our ability to communicate with patients. It is vital to quality of life. It's vital to longevity. It's vital to intimacy and and sustaining marriages and relationships. Mm-hmm. So this should be a key component. You know, you, for for all intents and purposes, as much as we hear about the trouble with economy right now in our country, we should be talking about intimacy and sexual function and how we can maintain this quality of life, because that is something that you know it, it's never going to go away. Correct. Absolutely. We couldn't agree more. Yeah. No, we love bringing couples back together when we can approach it from a 
the female standpoint, did they come to us first or the men? And then frequently they're bringing in the other, the partner or the spouse. And so we love that. Bringing couples back together is, you know, so rewarding in this field. So Absolutely. it'll only get better Absolutely. with time, right, Greg? It's only going right. to, we're only going to cover with it more. more we're only going to open more conversations. So, well, thank you for being with us right now. So Revelation Pharma, but you're with Stanley RX too, right? So Stanley, Stanley yeah. is part i uh, stanley became part of revelation okay um so yes i for the last decade i've been working with stanley but now i am actually part of revelation pharma okay gotcha. i am again for revelation i'm director of urology OBGYN, and hormones we have specialists that serve different therapeutic fields all over the country awesome. um it's just that we've tried to pull people who have uh, kind of special skills mm-hmm. and place them into positions where they can be the most effective. Awesome. So that would be the site that you're talking about more Stanley or more Stanley or no revelation. more revelation pharma. Okay. Revelation. That's, and we can Stanley put the has link great information. Yeah. Stanley we'll has it. great information. Their website has it. But again, like I said, revelation. There's, there's a lot of patient education on the revelation pharma site. Well, well, we awesome. can put that in the link as well yeah. below. Yes, absolutely. So, well, again, thank you for being with us, Greg, Greg McKedrick with Revelation Pharma and Berkeley Life. He's on their scientific right. advisory board. So we wanted to have him on so he can share all the information about that product and how to get better results with what you're doing at home. So if you want to hear anything more about sexual wellness, uh, just let us know because we're willing to deep dive into anything. Um, and thank you for watching and listening.